to Real Moms Get Real. I'm Deirdre. And I'm Maureen. And we are here to bring you a podcast that's going to have some what we hope really great parenting and family information. We all have families. Yep. Uh, we are the moms of, we'll, we'll get into the specifics of the kids <laughs> that we have, but we're going to bring you life, love, laughter, friendship, everything that goes into raising our kids, um, being moms, being women, being wives, being friends, most of all, and just share with you the ups and downs and everything that we've um, experienced and learned that we want to bring to you. Which is a lot. We're exhausted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think our philosophy too, Maureen, if we had one, is just kind of parenting isn't about perfection. It's about connection. And everywhere right. you look, people are trying to churn out these perfect kids. And you and I have raised kids. So we kind of know the end game. We know where that goes. Yeah. And we really think you got to be more realistic. Let kids fail. Failure's big. It's a great teacher. And it feels like in today's parenting, parents aren't really up for that anymore. Sometimes it's the only way people learn. And we know ourselves, the things we've been through. If we fall down and get some bumps or make a mistake, that's how you learn. But most of all, we're going to bring you stories. We're going to bring you insights. We're going to bring you um, some unexpected things. We're going to be on top of the news and share what's going on in the world and our reactions to how it affects our families, how it affects our lives. And we're going to have a whole bunch of surprises too along the way. Yeah, we're going to get real. And um, so let's tell you a little bit about ourselves. Uh, My name is Deirdre. I have been writing about family and parenting for, gosh, 20 years. I have three kids. My youngest is 20. Uh, my middle son is 29, and my oldest son, it's his birthday today, Yay, so he's 33, and um, it's just something I'm passionate about because I think at the end of the day, it's all about family. So in addition to doing that professionally, talking and writing about family, it's where my heart really is. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And we've worked together, and, and we'll get into that. Together, yeah. We'll get, get into that a little bit later. I have two sons myself. Uh, my oldest is 23, and my younger one is 20. And I also have two stepsons who are a little bit older than that. So combined together here, we've got, we've got <laughs> a lot a of frightening. experience and stories. It is a little frightening. It is a little but frightening. It's also, but it's all good. Yeah. And, you know, not to give any ages away, but I would like to say in your 50s, that's really like the new 30s. So we can hang with the young people. But really, if you're a mom out there raising little kids, we have stuff to offer you, too, because we have been there, done that. If you're raising older kids, that's what we're doing right now. And it's hard. Yeah. We were just talking about it. It's not easy. And we've got so many family members who are younger than we are. We've got neighbors, friends, colleagues. So what we want to bring you is the whole spectrum of parenting. That's right. Not just parenting the older kids, but the middle school kids, the younger kids, the toddlers, and everything in between. Right. And all the interesting situations that come up. And I would just like to add, they drive you crazy at every stage. It doesn't matter. 
But it's all good. But you love them. <laughs> you no do matter love what. Them. You love them. <laughs> okay. So I guess, you know, I'll share a little story. I think uh, every podcast would be cool to share a story from our own lives. Oh, yeah. And I have in front of me right now a NCAA bracket. No, not is it NC? Yeah, that's the college, right? March Madness. March like Madness. Well, I'm not a fan. I could care less. But um, my little family story for today is I have had the seasonal blues. I do not do well late winter, early spring. Yeah, I just so feel like hard a, without the I'm sunlight. here in Boston. You're in New York, so you have mm-hmm. the same thing. And I just get kind of down. And I do it every year. I just kind of slouch around. The pajamas don't come off as much. I work from home. <laughs> the family tries That's to be nice. That's where it gets nice. a little scary. <laughs> <laughs> the hair maybe isn't washed, except for twice a week. And, you know, my family very nicely tiptoes around me. But uh, so I've been in the midst of that. And my husband printed off three brackets. Uh-huh. And this is mine. And he said, this year, I want you to fill out a bracket. And we're going to watch the games together. Oh, and that's cool. hopefully, you know, you'll get farther than the first round. And my eyes almost fill with tears. It was like that one little nice gesture by my husband brought me right out of it. So I think the message in that, also, I, yeah. I, I have no clue what I've done. I have Gonzaga meeting NC in the finals in North Carolina winning. So we'll see how I do. But I think the message is. Yeah. It's the experience. Even with family, it can be the slightest little thing that you do that's nice and maybe outside what you would normally do that may really pick them up. So that's right. my little so story. So as far as March Madness, we fill out brackets every <laughs> you do? year. But here's the funny thing. I ah. barely know the team. No, I don't know. So I'm I'm basically taking a shot at it and hoping yeah. that I'm doing the right thing. I like their outfits. I don't even call them uniforms. I'll say to my son, I love his costume or outfit. He's like, yeah. yeah. The guys know the teams so they much know. better. They know. At least I like I Gonzaga because that sounds cool. Gonzaga. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see how I do. But um, so that's my little story. And Maureen, we're going to talk. Uh, let's handle it right now. Something in the news, something everybody yeah. on planet Earth has heard about. And that is the college admissions cheating scandal. Yikes. We have to talk about that. We actually, it's it's everywhere. And, and every parent needs to be aware of it, whether your kids are in college now about to be applying to college, in yep. high school, coming up in middle school, wherever they are. Um, as many, many people know, um, a whole bunch of people were caught in this cheating scandal. And it involved the payment of money to not only an individual who then channeled it to colleges, but also athletic departments, other colleges, people who helped take tests for the kids Horrific. rather than the kids themselves taking the SATs or the ACTs. Um, two actresses have gotten the bulk of the attention. Aunt Becky, uh, Lori Loughlin. Yeah. What? I As love one Aunt writer, Becky. Exactly. As one writer said, from the from full house to <laughs> the big house. Um, and who's the other actress? Um, Felicity, Felicity Huffman. Huffman. But the crazy thing is they pretended their kids were good at sports that they never even played. So this is what's so sad. So not only did 
many of these parents sort of engineer the whole college application process, arrange for the kids to take the SATs or the ACTs in special circumstances with aides or in rooms by themselves. Proctored by their mother. That's odd. Exactly. Or pretending they had some sort of disability and mm-hmm. getting kind some kind of disclaimer for that. But they took it out of the kids' hands. And, you know, when your children are 17, 18, in some cases 19, applying to college, they have to take control of this. It's their lives, right? It's their college experience. So it's so sad that the parents didn't trust in their kids enough to allow them to do this process themselves. And imagine if the kid didn't know, it shows no confidence. What you're saying right. to your kid is, I just really didn't feel you could do it. And maybe they know their kid well enough that they really belong at community college. You know, right. I mean, if you're, if you want your career to be as a YouTube, you know, vlogger, you're probably not a USC person. Yeah, so so on top of what's going on with the bond that some of these people have posted, the ongoing suits, the ongoing investigation, there's actually one mom who filed a $500 billion lawsuit, which is, which is ridiculous, right? Wow. Um, but her point is that her son, her one and only child, was denied admission to some of these schools that these kids bought their way into. Uh, or their parents bought their way into. And so this mom is saying, my kid was denied a seat at Yale and USC and Wake Forest and some of the others, perhaps because of this situation. And so while the dollar number is ridiculous, I mean, 500 billion, that's crazy. She's trying to make the point that Kids were denied spots because of this sort of cheating that's been going on. That's right. And again, it goes to this, you know, seeking perfection. What looks good on paper? And I I really fear that in the last decade or 15 years, we have really put so much pressure on our kids. You know, we've got private coaching. We've got kind of how do you look on paper? And within that, you're missing so many real experiences. Yeah. I mean, my first kid is so talented at the guitar. He likes sports on his own, snowboarding and and Mm -hmm. hiking, anything he can do on his own. And in our town, that was kind of rough because you were expected to be a sports kid. And thank goodness he was strong enough and had had confidence in himself that he found his own way and is a wonderful and, and successful musician today. But I think this this scam brings into this college thing brings into high relief. What is the end game here? Right. What is success to you? Well, l- let's think about it from the teenager's point of view. They are entering college. They hope to be entering college. They're going to be on their own when they're at college, living by themselves, which is so scary. Decisions, <laughs> but they've got to. This is their life. It's not the parents' life. And so, what if they don't get into school number one or school number two or school number three and four and five? There are many, many other schools that they might be right for, that might be right for them. There are many paths that our kids can take. And it, it speaks to, you know, the, the, the part of parenting that's so hard often mm. is the pulling back. Oh, you so want to do so much, right? We want to do so much for our kids. We've been there. We've lived it. We, you know, we've navigated a lot of that already. And I have boys. Gotta, I did yeah. complete art projects for them. I made a solar system. 
you know, that they could bring into school. That's not the right move. So you have mm. to pull back and say, I don't like how your solar system looks, yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah. your solar system and that's hard to do, but it's mandatory. Yeah. So there's so much, I think that's why this, this college admission scam is so much larger than just the people involved in it. Mm-hmm. It's about what it says about what parents are doing for their kids today. And this is a very extreme example. I mean, in some, some cases, apparently there were photoshopped images of athletes when they weren't really athletes, you know, a face put onto a body of an athlete. I mean, people taking SATs and ACTs for the kids or coaching them or correcting their answers afterwards. I mean, it, it got pretty crazy. But I think the the larger message is, you know, kids need to navigate their lives. And we're talking about 18-year-olds in most cases. And these kids are driving. They can vote. They can hold I'm sure a job. they can work it out. And what do they yeah. do when they show up for the first day of crew? And they, they don't, don't know. know. They don't know how to row. <laughs> They've never held an oar before. <laughs> They've never They've held an oar. Never even been in the water. So you're just setting the poor kid up for, you know, I don't know how you find your way out of that if you are a family that has cheated, but the only way through it is it's a giant wake-up call that you have learned to navigate life by kind of lying, and that's not good. So every family can come back together, even over a terrible crisis like this. But I don't think we have to worry about these people because they're super rich and they've already hired good lawyers. Yeah. So but, yeah, they've lawyered uh, up already. They've lawyered up. But I, I feel for the kids, especially the kids who didn't know their parents were even doing this for them. One kid um, apologized. Yeah. For you know, he said, "I'm sorry. I'm sorry, my parents did that. You should never put your kid in that." position. And that's on this podcast, Real Moms Get Real, we're going to be talking about these real world situations, right? The things that happen, not just in the news to other people, but the things that happen to us and to the people in our circles, both in the Boston area, the New York area, Mm -hmm. um, and the many friends that we have across the country, our neighbors, our old college pals, our old high school pals, and so much that goes on in the world of parenting and how tricky it is to navigate, but also so how privileged too that we are to even be parents and to have these these children that we love so much and we want the best for. It's so true. Well, good luck to everybody in that college scandal. Just a wacky story. It's yeah. still making headlines. We'll we'll just keep our eye on it. Oh yeah, and definitely. See, see what develops. See what happens with that five. What is it? Five hundred billion. Billion. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Good, good luck, luck with that. that. Okay. So you know what we wanted to do, and I wish I had sound effects. We're going to do things we love. These are products or services. Things we love. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> um, things so, that rise to the top. Things that rise to the top that we found useful. Um, Maureen, what's yours? So, completely out of the blue. <laughs> and I love yours. I My first item that I want to mention is Pond's Dry Skin Cream. Now, this, you know, there's a billion choices when you go into your drugstore, your CVS, your and wherever. And guys you don't sh- know this, but yeah. it is the hunt for the perf- perfect cream. Yeah. And I have friends who are just passionate and you know, um, about what they put on their skin and their skin care. And, um, I haven't quite been so passionate. <laughs> so I need to, I've, I've been trying to bring myself up to speed on this. And I kind of rediscovered this product. 
Um, I love it because it's not oily and greasy and also because it truly does moisturize my skin. So I've been putting a little bit on at night and I just love the way it feels. And you can get it at the drugstore, people. Yeah. Um, and you're not, and this is not an ad. We have no ties to ponds. They're not. Yeah. This is just boring to say that these are just our honest to goodness mm-hmm. things we love and we want to share with you. We're also going to put a whole list of our favorite products on our website. Real Moms Get Real. And so you can go and check these out. You can share comments. You can make suggestions of your own. You can weigh in. Yeah, let us know. If you have a product you love, let us know. But Deirdre, what's yours? All right, mine's weird. And I'll just say that right off the the top. This I found on a crazy Facebook ad. And I'm a dog lover. I have three dogs. And one of my dogs is a little one-year-old, one-and-a-half-year-old dog. And he's bananas. He's a Pomeranian, and they're just kooky. And he just barks at everything. He barks at every truck that drives by our house. He barks at every leaf that blows across the driveway. And it really to the point where my brains were scrambled so were my husband's, and my husband's not quite the dog person that I am. Oh, is so, that right? Yeah. Oh, I thought he, he was. He likes one of the dogs, okay. but he doesn't like all the dogs. And um, he was just like, we have got to find a way through this. So in desperation, I I think it was on Facebook. It was an ad for a product called Pet Gentle. And Pet what it gentle. is, is you can see it here, Maureen. It's about the size of, you know, smaller than a like remote a control. Yeah, yeah, it looks like a remote yeah. control. Yeah, remote control. Mm-hmm. It's got a little red light that if you push a button, that happens. But the real magic is when you push a button, it emits the dog whistle sound. And it startles your dog. And so as soon as the directions, which came in another language, so I couldn't read them, but I gleaned <laughs> from the drawings that what I'm supposed to do is hit the button when he's barking out of his mind, release it as soon as he stops. And it oh. really does work. He was so startled. And he looked at me like really betrayed. Like, how did you do that? But of course, you don't hear anything. I don't hear yeah. it. It doesn't bother me. What about the other dogs? Are they affected? Well, they're older and one of them is deaf. So it doesn't affect him at all. <laughs> he likes to see how the, you know, little dog is flipping out. And then my other dog can't. Can't really. It doesn't seem to bother him. But this one that I needed it for, it has changed that behavior completely. Really? Yes. So that dog now, a big semi can drive down our street. He will sit at the window. He'll still watch it. No, no sound. No more barking? No. Oh, that's incredible. And this thing was not expensive. And it's called Pet Gentle. You can, I think they have a website, buypetgentle.com. But so many of these products are disappointing. You know, you yeah. get something off yeah. the internet. And I was so surprised that I chose it for my first yeah. thing. So if you have a troublesome dog, this might help. How and it a, might not. How about a Pons for dog skin? Does how that- about good <laughs> skin on your dog who isn't barking? There you go. <laughs> Well, but no, it doesn't hurt them, right? It doesn't. It, no, it, it doesn't it's hurt It's just them. more of a startling it's better. I didn't want to get a effect. shock collar. Yeah. Because I'm not really in the business of, you know, causing pain to creatures I love. Uh, yeah. But this was, you know, I was just pleasantly surprised. Now, I have a dog and two cats mm-hmm. and a rabbit, but that's a whole other story. I know. Now, Farm I wonder girl. if there's something like this to keep my cats from scratching up the sofas. 
There's something you can I, coat on the sofa. Did you know I that? I know. There's a spray that you... And it's bitter. It's bitter, and you're supposed to give it a lot of time and air, and frankly, I haven't had the time to do that. But right. I need to find a way to keep the cats off the sofas. Give them it's away. Really, That's the I way. I can't. They're my loves. <laughs> now, one doesn't really... The older cat doesn't yeah. bother with the sofas too much, but the younger cat loves to play and run around and scratch and hang from all different Ugh. chairs and all. So we'll for our next roundup, we're going to find... A cat product yeah. that will help. That will actually. That will, oh, like. do you have a cat stand, a scratcher? I do. Okay. I do. I and that say. helps her a lot, yeah. but she still wants yeah. to get into She's the like, other. it's my house. Thanks for visiting. This is the Thank cat you, who sleeps on my head. <laughs> so Seriously, cute. sleeps on top of my pillow. And to the point where I now have put a pillow for her and then my pillow, which means that my feet are hanging <laughs> off the bottom of the bed. It's which all is, about her. It is these pets. These pets, take over we love them, and and it's great. It's kooky. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break here. We would like to thank uh, WickedLocal.com for uh, hosting our show very much, and uh, we'll be back with some more fun stuff. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Real Moms Get Real with Deirdre and Maureen. Thanks for being with us today. What we're going to do now, we have a very special guest who also happens to be producing this segment, Peter Chianka, a great friend of mine. Uh, Pete and I have worked together in the past, and he also is doing a cool comic strip called Pet Peeves. And you've got some exciting news about a book coming, is that right? I do, I do. I should mention right off the top that I can't draw. It is, <laughs> I have a very talented artist. Aren't you the brains behind that I work Pete? with, Dave, Dave London. Um, Dave London. Uh, yes. yes, and I, but I come up with the words, and we are publishing next month. Pet Peeves, the book, which collects three years, about four hundred comic strips that we have done since 2016 and it's family oriented strip it's family of dogs but they act like humans it doesn't really matter you have to dogs. check it out it's so cute and we'll put that on our website too. Well, thank yeah. you very yeah. much yeah, yeah it's our fantastic. facebook page too yeah and pete is also a proud dad and uh like the rest of us he's just muddling through with parenting and pete's got two kids right pete that is true i have a, a sophomore in college she's in the honors college at umass lowell and a junior in high school all right which i cannot believe uh, right. Last time Deirdre and I worked regularly together, they were they were but we children. <laughs> they were but we, and so were mine. And now now we have a whole slew of other problems with raising these uh, adult kids. All right, so I got a little quiz for you, Pete. Oh, and you know how I love a quiz. I know you love a quiz. And this is about you've experienced spring break with your college child, mm-hmm. and you've experienced the famous April break uh, coming up, right? Yes, I have. Okay, so uh, this this is going to be a quiz called "Which of These Is Likely to Happen in Your Family During Spring Break?" And I'm not singling Pete's kids out because every parent out there can relate to this. So I'm going to read you a couple options. You tell me if it's likely to happen or not. Okay. Okay. Your high school age son gets up bright and early at least one morning of April vacation to catch you before work. 
just to kind of catch up and hang out with Dad. Yeah, that's not <laughs> that's not going to happen. Occasionally, I will get. You know, when are you going to be home because I have to use the car? <laughs> or what's your ATM pin? <laughs> yeah. But definitely not the, not the morning hangout. Okay, so the morning hang is out. Okay, number two, your kids say, this vacation, let's cancel our Netflix account and get back to reading more as a family. <laughs> what, are what, what is your family doing? <laughs> this, is, this is very unfamiliar we to me. We are reading by the fire. <laughs> A lot and sharing poems. No, we're not. Are you kidding? I with have so, popcorn, with popcorn, your, your feet and slippers, and I have so many people on my Netflix account right now. It's kids, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Netflix is going to come to my door and say, "Get yeah, people off." You're, your not, you're not supposed to admit that. Do our books? Do they exist? <laughs> they, yeah, they, books are things. They right? do. My daughter will read occasionally. My son is not a big reader. But that could change. That could change. That could change because as you, I think for boys, as you mature. And especially now, it's Red Sox season. So we have to watch every minute of every game. That takes a lot of time. And then you have to watch ESPN to replay the highlights and get the commentary. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Will this ever happen, Pete? You try to do your own laundry, but the kids have loads either in process or on deck. Now that is likely. Really? I have a very good uh, pair of launderers <laughs> in my home. And again, baseball season. So baseball the, the uniforms season. have to get clean. That's so right. you can't you can't be wearing a dirty uniform. So he knows if this is going to get done, he's got to take it take it into his own hands. So Very good. So he's responsible. He's got to make sure okay. that that uniform so we have is one, clean. One we probable. Have one. Yeah. Yes. Okay, how likely is this at the end of school vacation? The cupboard is bare. The family room has turned into a bedroom, and homework comes out Sunday night at 10 p.m., the day before Monday class. Um, Two out of three (laughs) ain't bad. I I also have to give my son credit where credit is due. He is a very conscientious homework doer. He's known for mapping out his assignments. He figures out exactly how many pages he has to read each day to have it done by the end. And it could be a novel. It could be the most exciting novel you've ever read. When he gets to page 42, he he stops. (laughs) That's his allotment for the day. Don't you want to see what happens? I'll get to it tomorrow. (laughs) I only have 42 pages today. He has a plan. He has a plan. (laughs) I am impressed. That is a roadmap for success. He does that well. I don't know what my daughter's doing. Oh my yeah. She's she's getting good grades, so I'm not asking asking questions. Oh my god. But the fact that he plans it out like that to the specific page, that's pretty impressive. That's good. He gets that from his very organized mother. I will I will say. (laughs) Yeah, who's wonderful. That's right. Well, Pete, thank you very much. My pleasure, as always. And uh, yeah, mine uh, mine also echo yours. And my kids were homework doers at ten PM Sunday night. And they needed poster board. So, oh, yes. Yeah, we to cle- find the CVS that was right. open. <laughs> exactly. We've cleared CVS out of poster board on many an occasion. I just found poster board in our basement. So I, I guess I bought extra at one, oh, one frustrated time. Well, here's my tip. Buy a whole bunch of poster board in August and September. Stock up for the year in case you need it, and then you've got it. And sell it to your neighbors if they find <laughs> oh, there's an idea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, why not? Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Pete Chianka and Pet Peeves, a wonderful comic strip. We're going to have information on that on our uh, Facebook page, and the book uh, will be released soon. So that's very exciting. Thank you. Thanks, Pete. Thank you.
All right, Maureen, you have something special for us that moms out there and dads, a lot of dads cook, are going to love. Now, we have a food for thought segment, and every podcast on Real Moms Get Real, we're going to share with you an easy-to-make, healthy, easy is the key, healthy food um, or recipe that you can make, too. Just like, believe me, I am not the cook in my family. Um, I'm, I'm frankly even embarrassed to be talking about food <laughs> since my husband does. Your husband's going to listen and say, 99, wait, what? 99%, no, 99.9% of the cooking in our family. But there's one dish, and my kids, if they hear this, will be laughing. There's one dish that I love to make, and they like it too, which is amazing. Um, and it's good for you, really good for you. It's super easy to make. If you have five, ten minutes and that's really, really all it takes. 10 minutes tops. And super healthy. Super healthy. Really good for you. Um, now don't flinch, but it involves Brussels sprouts. <gasps> the much maligned yeah. Brussels sprouts. Which I didn't like either when I was much younger, but, but that's because of the way they were served to us that was right. boiled and not seasoned and whatever. Or mushy. Um, okay. So I'm going to tell you super quick how to make my Brussels sprout surprise. Okay. You slice up the Brussels sprouts as thinly as you can. You toss them in a pan on the stove. So this is stovetop stir-fry. Drench them with olive oil. Olive oil is so good for you. Great for your heart. Toss, toss, toss the Brussels sprouts over and over. Sprinkle on some Italian breadcrumbs. Like medium heat? Well, first start it off at high. Okay. But then medium heat. Brussels sprouts, breadcrumbs. Then I chop in a little celery. Sprinkle on a little cinnamon which is interesting, put on a little adobo seasoning, which Goya makes. And adobo is is simply pepper, oregano, and some other spices together. Sprinkle on a little of that. And keep going with the olive oil and the breadcrumbs. Keep stirring, stirring, stirring. And I'm saying like three, four minutes tops. And then as an extra treat, I actually tried this the last time, Deirdre. You would like this. I put in a little bit of mango, just for kicks, just for like a, an extra sweet kick. And so then just keep tossing. I've also put in walnuts sometimes. Love it. I've even put in different meats. If you want to really kind of enhance this and develop it, I've put in chopped meat. I've put in a couple of pieces of bacon, like chopped really tiny. Stir it, stir it, stir it. Five minutes tops on the stovetop. Take it off. It is delicious. You barely that even know so that you're eating Brussels sprouts. I think it's they're so making a comeback. I, I like Brussels sprouts myself, and I never did. It feels to me like a lot more people say they like yeah, them now. And, and I don't healthy. know if that's just the circles we travel in or if it's that they're seriously making a comeback, like you say. I don't know, but it sounds like easy to make. Get the kid, you know, throw in the mango or something. Get the kids eating them because kids don't like vegetables. And there you go. Yeah. Now, when I, whenever I make it, and sometimes I actually have it for breakfast, I put, I keep a little bit aside because one of our sons is home with us right now and he will eat it. So you could heat it up later, save it, you mm-hmm. know, package it, put it in the fridge, whatever, and heat it up later. And it's filling. You feel like you've had a meal, but you've hardly done any work. Right. And I'm laughing because, again, <laughs> I am not a cook, but this one I can make. That sounds so great. I wanted to share That it. sounds great. So everybody try that. See, come up with your own recipe. And uh, let us know if you have a favorite simple recipe. We have a Twitter account, and it's at 
Real Moms 2. So connect with us there. We have a Facebook, which is Real Moms Get Real. Yep. You can find us on both platforms. We'll be tweeting. We'll be sharing messages. We want to hear from you. If you have a topic that you want to hear us address on Real Moms Get Real, send it to us. Um, We will read everything. And we love problems. Send us your problem. Yeah, because we're going to have on some interesting guests over the next couple of months. Everyone from pediatricians to psychologists to best-selling authors to many other people who are going to weigh in with their insights, their ideas, their solutions for all of us to absorb. That's right. So we appreciate you listening to our first show. Thank you to Pichanka for producing and getting involved with us in this segment. And uh, we'll see you next time. 